0: Like how did you get into the campground business or what made you want to buy a campground at a relatively, you know, young age? I mean, you're you guys are younger than most campground owners, just to be frank.
1: For sure. You know, we bought the campground before I had even turned thirty. Alan was in his early thirties, so and that was just back in twenty nineteen. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And
0: I'm Jeremy.
1: Authors of Where Should We Camp Next, a 50-state guide to amazing campgrounds and other unique outdoor accommodations.
0: Almost 12 years ago, we bought a pop-up camper that changed our lives and introduced us to the joys of RV travel.
1: Join us now as we talk about where to camp, what gear to bring, and the best food to cook.
0: We will also keep you dialed in to the latest RV innovations from people in the know.
1: So pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire.
0: This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. I'm so excited about today's episode because I'm doing something a little bit different today. Obviously, we have reviewed hundreds and hundreds of campgrounds on our... You know, formerly the Campground of the Week podcast, now on the RV Atlas podcast, and in our book, "Where Should We Camp Next." But today, I'm going to have a campground owner come on and kind of give you a review of of their campground. And I can promise you, it is an absolutely cute and adorable and wonderful campground. So today's guest is Kat Berta, and she's the co owner of the Brattleboro North KOA Journey in southern Vermont. Now, Stephanie and I and the boys camped at this campground twice before Kat was the owner of the campground, before Kat and her husband, Alan, were the co-owners of the campground. And we loved camping here, it's, it's, but it's been about seven years. Now, recently, I found myself back at the Brattleboro North KOA journey filming my new show for Go RVing, and I got to meet Kat and Alan in person and just really hit it off with them, and they are just like this young dynamic couple that is doing everything right running this KOA. And I feel like they are really like representative of the future of um, the campground industry to some degree. And they have so many great ideas and they're going to do so many great things. So I was going to do a review of the Brattleboro North KOA journey and just kind of have Stephanie interview me about it because she didn't come on this trip because it was a work trip. But then I figured, you know what, Kat is so much fun. She's so interesting. I'm just going to have her come on and talk about her own campground. And she. She's going to do that, um, and she's also going to tell us about some awesome things to do in the Brattleboro area in southern Vermont because she lives there, and she loves and adores that area. So let's dive into a great campground review from the owner or the co-owner of that campground, Catberta. But before we do that, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Neighbor. Is your driveway too small for the RV of your dreams? Does your homeowners association not allow you to park your RV on your own property? Are you worried about paying top dollar to leave your RV at a sketchy storage facility? When it comes to finding safe and affordable RV storage, are you feeling totally stuck? Then maybe it's time you gave Neighbor a try. Neighbor.com forward slash RV Atlas can help you find safe, closer, more convenient storage right in your own neighborhood. Stay tuned for a special offer just for our listeners. Neighbor connects you and your neighbors so that you can find affordable RV storage close to your home. You help them earn extra cash while they keep your RV safe at their home. When I use Neighbor to search for storage options near my house, I was surprised to find dozens of affordable options. Neighbor also offers a wide variety of plans so you can choose the right protection that best suits your needs. You'll be able to quickly and easily add a property protection plan while placing a storage reservation. Give your RV a A home, not a storage space. Visit neighbor.com forward slash RV Atlas for 50% off your first month of storage with neighbor. That's neighbor.com forward slash RV Atlas for 50% off your first month of RV storage. Hello, Cat Berta, and welcome to the show. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. So excited to be on today.
0: I'm excited to have you, and I just want to publicly say thank you so much for hosting. Show on the camera guy and I for filming our go RVing show. I have not given our audience the details of that show yet, but I'll say that we did film at your campground. and We had an awesome time, so thank you for hosting us.
1: Of course, I also had a blast. So thanks for picking us.
0: I wish we could have stayed longer, but we'll, we'll have to get back and uh, come back with the family and visit you guys.
1: For sure. There's always fall camping.
0: Do you have maple creamies in the fall?
1: We have them up until it gets too cold. So, you know, it's definitely a fine line between when we have them. But if it's still high 70s. You can find maple creamies at the campground.
0: <laughs> I was going to wait till later to talk about maple creamies, but I went ahead. I was so excited to talk about them. So <laughs> now you have to tell everyone what is a maple creamy, and you can get them at the camp store at the Brattleboro North KOA Journey. So tell everybody what a maple creamy is.
1: So maple creamies are a unique soft serve to Vermont. It has a little bit of a higher fat content. So they're just a little bit creamier, a little bit more delicious. And of course, they're made with Vermont dairy and real Vermont maple syrup. That's what makes them so fabulous.
0: Kat, I had two of them and I needed a nap. Like I was like, (laughs) I was like knocked out. They were so good.
1: Yeah, we have to like watch ourselves here. Alan, the other owner here, he can sneak a few samples every once in a while, but we just have to watch ourselves because they are very addicting. <laughs>
0: All right. So listen, let's dive into your story. Um, You know, you and Alan are these sort of young, dynamic campground owners. And I kind of look at you as like the next generation of campground owner, the next generation of of KOA campground owner, more specifically. And you guys are doing an amazing job. So before we like talk specifically about your super cute and adorable campground, like, how did you get into the campground business or what made you want to buy a campground at a relatively you know, young age? I mean, you're, you guys are younger than most campground owners, just to be frank.
1: For sure. You know, we bought the campground before I had even turned 30. Alan was in his early 30s. So and that was just back in 2019. Uh, before that, though, kind of backtracking to our history, we've always had like that entrepreneur spirit that Koa really likes to talk about. Um, We just looked at all sorts of different businesses. You know, we were passionate about coffee. So we looked at owning coffee shops and other food franchises and a whole array of businesses. But in the end, um, a friend of ours was selling their campground. You know, they were getting ready to retire and they joked with us. They're like, hey, you should just buy the campground. And we were like, that's hilarious. But at the same time, it got us thinking about, wait, should we actually own a campground? And we weren't quite ready at that time. It wasn't the right place for us financially. I was, we were both kind of on the peak of our careers. Alan was working for a really big tech company. I was growing in my career with some startups. But we kind of had that in the back of our mind after our family friend mentioned it to us. And so when we kind of like squirreled away enough money, we started reaching out to campground brokers. They're specialized people that help you look for campgrounds and as we were talking to her and doing our research, we fell on onakaaway dot com and so that's kind of like the beginning of everything there is just working with these specialized brokers browsing onakaway until we could kind of figure out where we wanted to be and what kind of campground
0: two things. You're making me feel like a slacker because I think (laughs) I was like still writing poetry and working part-time when I was in my twenties and you owned a (laughs) campground. My goodness. Were you guys campers and outdoorsy people yourselves? I mean, were you into hiking, camping, tenting? Was that part of it?
1: For sure. Alan actually started camping when he was six months old. So it's almost in his blood. And Alan introduced me to camping when we met back in college. So I didn't grow up camping, but I fell in love with it very quickly. And we were big tent campers in the beginning. And then around 2015, we actually picked up our first RV. And then we started traveling a lot more to state parks, to KOAs, just all over the U.S., you know, bumping up and down the East Coast in the winters. Yeah. So, I mean, we had been camping for a while and really had built a big passion for RVing. Yeah, you know, when we bought ours back in 2015.
0: Now, you now you fell into the KOA rabbit hole. Obviously, and you eventually bought a KOA, and now you own and operate one. You're, you're a marketing savvy person, from from what I see. Like you're really good on social media, and and you seem to have sort of a marketing background, or it comes naturally to you. Was that part of the appeal of buying a KOA? Is that you're sort of also buying into a system that is very savvy with marketing?
1: A hundred percent. A brand was always very important to me. My history is working on growing brands. So having that already set up for you and set you up for success was really great. And then we're also growing our own individual brand of Brattleboro North KOA Journey. People seek us out now.
0: So Kat, did you guys really want to end up in Vermont slash New England, or were you looking at campgrounds all over the country?
1: So we really wanted to stay in this New England area, our family's in the area. So we wanted to keep our home base around here. And so we really were just focusing in on that like Vermont Um, new hampshire and maine kind of like northern new england states
0: so you scored i mean you i mean it's that doesn't seem like it's necessarily easy to do right to be like i want to own a campground in these three relatively small states and you landed in brattleboro vermont and you guys love it right
1: it is everything. everything is great here. The community is so amazing and supportive. We really did score when we purchased this campground. I have never known so many neighbors in my life and I grew up in suburban New Jersey um, but I know more neighbors here than I and I don't have any direct neighbors like people are like as we say like up the hill and o- over the road <laughs> you know so yeah it's just we couldn't have picked a better place to kind of call our home base now
0: and you're saying something that's important I think that I want our our listeners to really understand particularly those listeners that are new RV owners most koA owners are rooted in their communities and they live in their communities and they know their communities really well I think that some people that are new to camping just think it's this this corporation but that's not the case I mean the vast majority of koAs are owned by people like you who live right by the campground or on the campground and can recommend awesome things in the area. So you're, you're very rooted in Brattleboro. It's your home, right?
1: A hundred percent. I, I, usually like to joke with people when they come in that if you need anything, I can be your personal concierge. Like you just tell me what you're interested in. And I could probably rattle off at least a handful of items, which you can enjoy whether you're here for just a couple days or if you're here for a week.
0: And I can testify that you are very good at this. But we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. So you guys bought the campground right before the pandemic or a year before the pandemic?
1: Yeah, so we closed, I'll never forget this date, March 4 of 2019. So it was about a year before the pandemic started, and it was definitely baptism by fire a little bit when you first start. Uh, KOA does a really good job of trying to set you up for success. Um, You attend KOA University. And then you also get assigned a business development consultant, and they actually come to your campground and help you with your first week of ownership. So it's really amazing what they do for you at KOA.
0: So your first year was obviously difficult because it's your first year. Yeah. And then I, I like to, for me, I would be thinking like the second year is then. Maybe like the payoff a little bit where you kind of are figuring things out. But your one year anniversary is like the beginning of the pandemic. So like what was that second year of, of ownership like?
1: Well, it was a little horrifying at first because, you know, they shut us down because no one knew what was going on. And so that was the hardest part. But again, KOA was super supportive of all its franchisees. And they really helped us lobby on the state level and on the national level in regards to helping us get reopened. And then it was a little crazy because it ended up being the apex of one of the craziest, busiest, best years in RV history. So we coming kind of towards the middle of twenty twenty one. It's just RVing exploded for us, and I wish I could have like rubbed a magic lamp and like built more campsites. (laughs)
0: Right, you guys were you guys were really full that summer and last summer, right? I mean, just packed.
1: Yeah, it. We literally we would tell people what availability was. It usually people call and they would ask, Hey, can I have this day through this day? And it ended up being like, we have this day through this day, you can come during that time. So it was like, kind of flip flopped. um, Because it was just bookings were crazy. And people were booking a year out. Um, Yeah, it was just an insane year Uh, we were almost not prepared enough for how busy it was
0: and at the same time you guys are new campground owners trying to I mean it was a cute campground before you owned it I, I stayed there before you guys owned it it was a perfectly great campground but you guys were also trying to improve the campground during these first couple crazy years of ownership so what were some of the improvements you were also trying to make during this this wild time
1: yeah, so with the craziness of everything going on, we also wanted to improve the infrastructure of the campground. So, yes, it appeared to be great, but a lot of stuff was out of date from the Wi Fi and cable to, you know, water, sewer. We actually were Taking old water electric sites and upgrading them to full hookup. So when we say full hookup here, that means you have water, electric and sewer. Everyone on our campground also gets high speed internet and HD cable as well, no matter where you are on our campground.
0: And you guys are proud of your your ripping Wi-Fi. And I can testify to the fact <laughs> that like if you want to like, stream movies or work for the week while you're there, like you guys have it's a tie for the best Wi-Fi I've ever had at any campground because once it's fast, it's fast. But you in the St. Mary KOA on, in East Glacier, best Wi-Fi I've ever experienced anywhere. Those two campgrounds.
1: Well, I am very proud of, yes, we are very proud of our Wi-Fi here. i glad that you've experienced good Wi-Fi at another KOA. It is moving from an amenity to a utility at KOA over the next few years. So you should experience better Wi-Fi throughout the KOA system as people start investing more to make, Uh, Wi-Fi a utility instead of an amenity at campgrounds, at least at Ways.
0: That's a great way to put it. So what are some, like, if you're willing to share, like, they're not secret. I mean, what are some things you want to still keep improving upon in the years to come?
1: Yeah, um, that I wish there was more we could. We're kind of limited by how adorably quaint and tiny our campground is, but there is this little pocket of the campground that has been untouched since the campground was built in 1972. And we would love to kind of start that area from scratch and build really high end deluxe cabins there with like decks and patios and stuff like that. So that is like the dream long term. And then of Obviously, also turning the entire park into full hookup if it's an RV site. That's also a dream. So that's our long term plans with the campground. But we have done a lot in our four seasons here.
0: All right. Awesome. We're going to we're going to get into the nitty gritty. So all of our listeners will know like exactly what you offer. But before we do that, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Camp Spot. Let's face it, summers weren't meant to be experienced sitting at a desk or staring at a computer screen. It's time to call timeout. Campspot is here to help. Campspot is an instant booking platform for camping across North America featuring over 140,000 campsites. Research and book the best campgrounds, RV parks, cabins, glamping destinations, and more to find your time out. Whether it's your next epic adventure, girls' night out, or family reunion, Campspot lets you filter your search results results by the type of getaway you want. Browse by location, price point, site type, amenities, and more. Campspot also offers premium inventory, real-time availability, and no membership fees so that you can find the best sites at the best campgrounds for the best prices. Picture it now. Fresh air in your lungs, cool breeze in your hair, warm hugs in your soul, and that grounded sense of self you'll only find when you spend time out. Book your spring and summer camping trips now. Find your time out. Find your Camp Spot at CampSpot.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here with Kat Berta, the co-owner of the Brattleboro North KOA Journey, one of the most cute and adorable KOAs in the entire 500-plus KOA network. And I've been to plenty of them, so I can say that. Uh, and now we're just going to dive in a little bit more specifics because I know a lot of people listening are going to want to come visit. So let's get the details here. So, Kat, how many... RV sites do, do you have and, and generally speaking what, what kind of sites are they back in pull through give us the lay of the land
1: you got it so we only have 40 RV sites so when you call us quaint and adorable it's only for 40 RVers uh, they're mostly pull through so if you take a look at our map you'll see that our layout is kind of in this horseshoe shape for our pull through sites. And this allows us to really maximize the size of our lands and also allows you to have a good amount of grass in between you and your next RVer. It's a really great layout. And when people pull through, their jaws literally drop at how much grass they get on their site.
0: And it's very easy to navigate your campground and it's, it's easy. I mean, there's spots for big rigs, obviously. Right. I mean, like you, you, you can fit any type of RV basically.
1: Yeah. Uh, we max out at 45 foot RVs and I know they're getting a little bit bigger than that. Uh, but we recommend typically max for 45 foot fifth wheel or motorhome towing. But yes, very big rig friendly for both our pull through and even big rig friendly back end sites that we just updated to full hookup.
0: Now, the site you put us on because we were there filming, you gave us an awesome site. So that that back row, uh, I mean, I don't think you can lose. Those are all they're all great sites, but that is a really cute row of back in sites that you and you guys improved those too, right?
1: Yes, that is an improvement for 2022. That's what we call like our D section. There are back end sites. You're right next to the farm in the woods. They really are some of my favorite sites. So if you are interested in kind of having a quiet dinner next to a farm, the D section is perfect for you. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. I'm sitting here wishing that I could have had a quiet dinner because we were working the whole time we were there. But the, the there's like nice backyards to those sites. Like even if you had kids, like it's almost like your own private backyard behind the site where the kids could kind of run around and play.
1: Oh, yeah. Or if you have dogs that are a little bit more sensitive to people walking by, it's the perfect setup for your family or or your furry friend
0: all right awesome so now you have some other types of um cabin rentals and a retro rv rental can you just give us because we have listeners that don't own rvs yet that might want to visit so what do you have in terms of like cabins cottages and the rv rental
1: for sure yeah so we have kind of accommodations that could fit any family and a lot of different budgets as well. So we start off with our log cabin, a little bit more rustic. So if you're upgrading from tenting, this is a good place to start. Uh, It has electricity and you still have a lot of amenities like a mini fridge and a charcoal grill. But you you still kind of get that outdoorsy feel with the log cabin. It's a really great experience. Then our deluxe cabin, which we like lovingly call the Moose Mansion, he sleeps up to eight people. So if you have a big family, this has a master bedroom, one and a half bathrooms, it's got a bunkhouse and a kitchenette. It's perfect for if you're having a little get together, especially if you have a family member that has an RV, and then you don't You can actually, that cabin's actually right next to an RV site. So you can actually kind of buddy site with an RVer, which is great.
0: Oh, that's terrific. And I love that that's an option for people because people want to go on vacation with other members of the family that don't own RVs or the cousins or whatever. So that's so cool that you could get that cabin and an RV site and be next door to each other.
1: Yeah. We see that a lot. A lot of people love to do that kind of one, two punch together. And then, we also have what we lovingly call our cottage row. And these cabins are really unique because they were built back in the 40s and they are original to the land when the KOA was just the Coolidge Highway gift shop. So before the campground even existed in the 30s and 40s. And these all are getting, have been seeing a lot of updates our first year of ownership we actually put in state-of-the-art mini split systems and so those are heating and air conditioning systems so you will be very comfortable when you stay in them they all have bathrooms which we have been working on updating as well and they all have mini fridges inside, TV, you get your own Wi-Fi hotspot inside the cabin. Then they all have their own private propane grill, fire pit, and picnic table. So really great. We get a lot of family reunions that will rent that entire row and then also a couple RV sites next next. them. So it's kind of the perfect location, especially if you're living in the New England area. It's nice and central to a lot of people.
0: And let's not forget the also adorable um, retro Shasta rental.
1: Oh, yes. How could I forget the Shasta? So this is actually a reissue unit. So um, it has all the amazing things of state-of-the-art technology like a refrigerator and air conditioning it's got a full kitchen inside and it does have a half bathroom and it can sleep up to two people it is every little RVer's stream, if you If you want to, like, throw back to the 70s, this is, like, perfect for you.
0: Sean was, like, completely obsessed with it. And he was, like, taking little videos and sending them to his girlfriend. And she was like, oh, my God, that's adorable. Uh, I I think maybe you'll see those two come back and rent it at some point.
1: Oh, perfect. Yeah, we've actually had a couple baby moons uh, with people coming and using the Shasta. It's just it really is the perfect little experience You get your own deck outside with a little, like, Um, picnic table and everything like that so it's just a really fun experience and you have everything you need right at your fingertips even though it's a little trailer
0: awesome and now you guys have a great rec room for rainy days it has pool and foosball and like a little lounge to watch movies but i also like love 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 your camp store and, you know, I've been to so many campgrounds and you truly do have one of the cutest and best camp stores. Um, so tell us like what you would find in that camp store. And I'll just say why I love it so much. Like I, you do a great job with your branded merch for the campground. Um, it's like, it just kind of stylish and fun and good quality. So, so tell us what people can find in the camp store.
1: For sure. Um, our camp store is open to the public, so you don't have to stay on the camps, uh, on the campgrounds in order to shop the camp store. So if you're driving through, make sure to stop by. Uh, We have everything from Vermont souvenirs and puzzles. And if you're looking for that sticker or magnet, we probably have it here. And then we also have RV supplies and some camping supplies. So I like to stock things that I would need if I were to go camping. And I was like, oh, no, I left that one really important thing. That's what I try to stock in my store for RV supplies. And then I get a lot of custom stuff done. I work with a amazing graphic designer and she helped us design our 50th anniversary merch this year. So we're really excited to be celebrating 50 years of camping alongside KOA celebrating 60 years of camping.
0: And I got, I got my shirt and I love that shirt. I've been wearing it.
1: (laughs) Oh, awesome. I'm so glad you enjoy it. Yeah. I, again, like I said, I really like to provide stuff that I would enjoy. And then of course we have, um, One of my favorite sections is our locally made area. So we kind of host artists and craftsmen. Their stuff is set up in one area and you can shop and support local artists. It's a really great area in our store.
0: All right. Awesome. Um, There's also a really terrific little farm steps from your campground it's right next door and it's and you guys don't own it but it almost feels like it's part of the campground because you just walk from the campground over there so tell us about the cute little farm next door and, and what they offer and what they sell at their farm stand
1: walker farm is absolutely amazing and in the early spring you can really only find flowers and other plants for your gardens. But starting the first week of June, the fruits and veggies start coming in from the farm. They have the most amazing organic strawberries that you will have. I'm sure, I remember you bought some when you were here.
0: They were like among the best strawberries I've ever had in my life.
1: And they're nonstop new fruits and veggies every single week. It's just absolutely amazing. I recommend coming with an empty fridge. When people call me and book with me from June all the way through to September, I c- I tell them, don't buy your fruits and veggies ahead of time. And especially when the corn comes in in July, it's some of the best sweet corn that I've ever had.
0: And it would be so fun to go oh, just walk over, get some sweet corn, get, get some fruits and veggies and come back and cook at your campsite. Like, uh, like, again, I'm just regretting that I rushed in and out working because there's just so much to enjoy. I mean, that, that would be a, do, do some of your guests do that. Do they walk over, get some produce, come back and cook?
1: Oh, 100%. And they do sell locally made like sausages and things like that as well in their refrigerator and freezer section. So you can really make a whole meal out of it just by walking over to the farm.
0: All right. Awesome. We're going to come back in a second. And Kat is just going to give us some of her favorite things to do in the Brattleboro area, because the Brattleboro area is really cool. And like, I almost feel like it's sort of an underrated part of Vermont. And a lot of people blow past it too quickly without taking the time to visit, but it's one of my favorite sections of the state. But before we do so, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Thetford. Did you know that Thetford's Porta potty is the original and best portable toilet? It is designed with a modern appearance, an ergonomic carrying handle, a standard lid latch, and it is durable and easy to use. There is also a removable seat and cover for easy cleaning. It also has an exclusive rotating pour-out spout, a piston pump flush, and its sealed valves keeps odors in the holding tank. Its easy-to-read level indicator tells when it's time to empty. A deodorant sample is included, and Thetford's porta potty Potty comes with a three year warranty. For easy transportation or storage, also make sure to check out the Porta Potty carrying bag. Thetford also recommends using liquid holding tank solution like Aquamax Summer Cypress Scent in your Porta Potty. Due to the size of the Porta Potty, the liquid will get the job done faster. To view their complete lineup of products, please visit Thetford.com. Welcome back to the show everybody we are here with Kat Berta the co-owner of the Brattleboro North KOA journey and we have firmly established that this is a cute and adorable campground in southern Vermont but it's also in a really cool area of southern Vermont that has lots of things to do and lots of things to eat so Kat can you give us some of your favorites um, and and can we start with just like outdoor adventure and fun stuff to do in the great outdoors
1: For sure. Yeah. One of my favorites is definitely Hogback Mountain. It's kind of on the outskirts of the Brattleboro area, but it has a lot to do right there. So not only are there amazing hikes, but there's also a Southern, the Southern Vermont Natural History Museum is there. And there's also Beer Naked Brewery, which is absolutely delicious. And they have food. So you can kind of do a hike lunch and learn about nature in vermont all in one go
0: oh that's awesome we only hiked i think we only hiked mount putney when we were in the area
1: that's also a great hike and they have really good hikes over there for younger ones as well so i also highly recommend um putney mountain that's one of my favorites as well.
0: All right. So there's lots of good food in downtown Brattleboro and just in the area in general. So what are a couple of your favorites for great eats?
1: Uh, that one is so difficult to narrow down because it really depends on what you're in the mood for. But if I were to pick a handful, I would say Elliot's Fish and Chips would be my favorite like quick service. And then- and, you,
0: and you sent us there and it was very, very good.
1: Yes. I, they get their seafood fresh. People are always like seafood in Vermont. I'm like, I'm telling you, they know where to get their seafood is very fresh it is so good. And then if you're looking for something a little bit more sit down, I personally love Tine T I N E. Uh, they, just have an amazing chef there and it's like farm to table just deliciousness i've never had a bad meal over there
0: and for people who haven't been to vermont i mean the vermont's amazing like i love 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 vermont i hope that's coming through on this podcast like the the whole culture of vermont is like craft beer organic farm to table like that's the whole vibe throughout the state really right
1: I totally agree with you. Everyone just really likes to support each other. So you see even one of my favorite diners, the Putney Diner, a lot of their breads and fruits and veggies and meats are all coming from local farmers. That's just really important in our community and, like you said, the entire state, really.
0: And is and Curtis Barbecue is still uh, up and running, right? Because we loved Curtis Bar- Barbecue, which is really just kind of up the road from you guys.
1: For sure. I'm happy to report they have officially opened for the season. They're open Thursdays through Sundays.
0: And they re- they operate out of an old blue school bus.
1: Oh, it's so adorable. And they recently renovated the inside so they can e- crank out even more barbecue. So we're really excited to have them reopened.
0: And you can get great coffee in downtown Brattleboro. What's the what's the top pick?
1: My favorite place is Mocha Joe's. They have the most delicious coffees there. My go-to would be the maple latte.
0: Oh, maple latte. I just got like a dark roasted. I think it was like a Peru. I love Mocha Joe's. Like you climb down the stairs and it's just like this like hip Vermont coffee shop. And I was glad that I snuck out one morning and I did get there while we were visiting.
1: Yes, you won't regret going to Mocha Joe's.
0: Any shopping that you love, like any cool shops that like if if somebody's visiting the area, like you have to go here.
1: My two go to's. So obviously, if you're camping with us and you need a new camelback or some new like sweatshirt or something like that, you're going up a mountain, need maybe a jacket. Uh, Sam's Outfitters is the tiniest, biggest store I've ever been in, it might as well cover, like, the entire block that it's on. And they have everything that you can need. even a kayak, you can buy a kayak in the store. Um And then my second would be Boomerang. It's a really unique store. They do everything from vintage items. They have really cool consignment and then new stuff. It's such an eclectic mix. I found my favorite jean jacket there. And I just you always have to keep popping in because you just never know what's going to be in there.
0: That is so cool. And guess what? I swear to you. I went to Sam's and I bought a new Camelback. Well I was <laughs> there
1: you go. That's exactly, exactly what I
0: did. So anything <laughs> else as we, we're gonna wrap it up here. Is there anything that you wanted to say about the campground that you didn't get to say or anything you wanted to say about the Brattleboro area that you didn't get to say?
1: The only thing I'd recommend is don't just spend one night here. We have people that just spend the night and like immediately regret it because when I tell them about the area, they wish they spent at least the weekend. I really think you would enjoy like three nights at our campgrounds and the surrounding area at minimum.
0: Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, there's hiking, there's kayaking, there's shopping, there's food, there's farm-to-table. You guys have um, everything that New England offers anywhere, really, in, in your own backyard. So thank you so much. And tell everyone where can they find more information about the campground, where can they follow you on social media, all of that stuff.
1: For sure. Yeah. So our website, super easy to get to us. It's just Brattleboro KOA.com. Our Instagram handle is at Brattleboro KOA, And you can find us on Facebook as well uh, at Brattleboro North KOA.
0: And you're a good follow on Instagram. Like I know a lot of campground owners are so busy and it's hard for them to post, but you're constantly like posting cute stuff. And like if you follow, if someone were to follow you on Instagram, you really do get the flavor of the campground. So um, everyone out there, please follow them on Instagram.
1: Yeah, thank you. And you also get to see my adorable 14 month old Rosalina. She tends to be a little model for Instagram. So definitely follow along if you want to see her grow up on the campground.
0: Yeah, so you guys are so awesome. And say hello to Alan and uh, thank him again for hosting Sean and I. And I hope to come back on a visit that is just a leisure visit and just get to just get to hang out and enjoy your cute, adorable campground and the Brattleboro area. So Kat Berta, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Jeremy.
0: A big thank you for listening to this episode of the RV Atlas. And a big thank you to our sponsors, to Neighbor, the Thetford Corporation, Camp Spot, Yogi Bears Jellystone Park Camp Resorts, RV Snaphead, and Go RVing. To find out more about the topics discussed in this show, head on over to the RVatlas.com. And to join the friendliest group of RVers, head on over to the RV Atlas group on Facebook. If you enjoyed this show, please consider leaving us a review over at iTunes, and we'll see you at the campground.